Welcome to the Light on Being podcast. I am the host, Claire Zavko. The Light on Being podcast is dedicated to growth and transformation through conscious talks and conversation. It is time to remember our value, step into our wholeness, and live life fully. Join me monthly on every full moon for practical techniques, radical insight, and conversations with entrepreneurs, teachers, healers, and spiritual leaders. I'm excited. Let's get started. Welcome back. Let's begin with a mindful minute. Just take a moment to settle wherever you are. As long as you're not driving, close your eyes. And feel your connection to the earth, your feet or your seat. And what the earth feels like beneath you. Press down into the earth to allow the spine to lengthen. Feel your lower body. Feel your upper body. Let the shoulders draw back. Allow the heart to have space to open. Soften the shoulders, forehead, and the whole body. Draw a slow breath in. Slow breath out. Two more conscious breaths on your own. to expand. Notice any internal sounds within you. Any external sounds in your space. The temperature. Any scent, any smells. Take your tongue, swipe it across your front teeth. Notice any taste in your mouth. Observe the presence of anyone, any people, any animals in your space. And notice any light. And when you're ready, open your eyes, come into the space. So today I feel inspired to dig into living courageously and that to explore living courageously that will require looking at fear and addressing fear and considering what would it be like to live fearlessly and when I say live fearlessly I don't mean no fear but I mean less fear What if you're able to live your life with less fear, to fear a little less than you have historically? 
or have in the past, what would that be like? And how can the fears lead us to living courageously? So here we are, six months into the pandemic, and um, serendipitously or synchronously, I actually shared about fear back in March when it was just starting, before the quarantines even started. So I invite you to check out that episode, which is episode two in this season, From Fear to Flow. But building on that, here we are six months later, the virus is still in our consciousness, is still pervasive. But even more than that, what definitely has had a second wave and held its grip on society is fear that everyone across this planet or most people across this planet have been infected by fear. And some people have been infected many times. Some people have been infected nonstop for six months. So fear is pervasive. It is natural though. It is natural. The experience of fear is very natural as part of the human experience. So it is important we acknowledge it. That when it arises, it can be a pointer. And this pointer can be a pointer to an area within ourself, within our own consciousness, where we have room to grow and room to evolve. In these last couple weeks, I feel I've seen myself and through students like fears are just coming up that as we enter into the fall school has started public school colleges etc and there's just like this second wave of fear that you know now that people are going to start being around people or people are going to start to get in these new routines what's that going to be like and for a lot of people there's been fear that has arise is arising during this time and It was just last week that I witnessed an experience where someone was having an amazing day. Day was going well. They were rocking it out, doing their thing. And then they got a call. And on that call, something was said to them. And by one sentence that was uttered to them, they immediately, their whole body changed. Their physiology actually changed. I saw this person's body contract. And they heard something and it just triggered deep, deep fear. And immediately the person went fast forward. What if this happens and that happens and that happens and then if this happens and that can't happen and ah, my life is over. And they just went down this fear spiral. And you could see it. The person's energy changed individually. The physiology changed. And then also that environment as I was there, I felt it too. I felt that fear. I was like, wow, this doesn't feel comfortable. I can feel it. So this is the... The power of fear, that fear is an energy and it's a beautiful energy and an important energy that can point us to an area where we can start embodying courage and where we can start embodying trust and where we can start connecting to love, the love that is always here behind it all. So in those moments when these unexpected, thing ha- unexpected things happen, 
the tables turn, we get a call, we get an email, some unexpected event occurs. That is there for us. That is there for us to learn, to grow. Just because something unexpected happens, just because something triggers a fear, that doesn't mean we have to go down this spiral of doom and gloom and that the world is over. It's not. I mean, here we are, six months into this quote-unquote classified pandemic, and here we are, breathing. Right now, I'm able to see out the window, and I see water. I see the clouds. I see the sky stretching in all directions, and it's so beautiful. And I see the plants swaying in the wind. I can even hear the wind chimes chiming. Like, it's so beautiful what's actually happening. The love that's right here expressing itself in all these diverse forms of nature. And whether me as an individual is feeling fear or not, nature keeps expressing. Life keeps happening. The sun keeps shining. So when we have these experiences of fear, may we remember that fear contracts. We know this. Fear contracts the physical body, the thoughts, the space in the environment, everything. That fear literally collapses all possibility. In every single moment, infinite possibilities do exist. The moment a being brings fear to the scene, now all the infinite possibilities just collapse. Boom. And now all there is is that doom and gloom, fear spiral. So we acknowledge it. Some moment, some conversation, some email, some text brought up fear within me. I'm going to acknowledge that. And just by acknowledging that, it's already starting to create a separation. That fear is a thing I'm experiencing. It's not me. It's not my natural state. It's just what I'm experiencing. It's what is arising in my consciousness in this moment. And just by creating that gap, that awareness, there's already transcendence beginning. There's already healing beginning. There's already the possibility to meet ourself beyond that thought of fear. So I was in a Vedic astrology reading with a client, a student recently, and she shared with me that she's known since she was five years old, she loves to write and she's met to write books. She's known that since she was five. And fast forward, she's now in her 40s And she ended up going through school and studying engineering. And she had family pressure, which led her to study engineering, even though she didn't want to. And when she finished that degree, she just couldn't couldn't go further with that because it wasn't really what she wanted to do. It wasn't what she loved. So she ended up going into banking and finance, and she's been doing that for the last 10 years, which also she knows she doesn't love it. She's just doing it. 
with society pressure, familial pressure, etc. And in that moment, there was this call, this reminder that it is time. It is time to live courageously, to take that step. You've known since you were five what you're meant to do. It is time now to write, to write your heart out, to share those unique desires on your heart. And I share that today because if you tuned into the podcast, this is the message. This is the need of the hour. What do you really desire to do in your soul? And I'm here to share it is time to do it. That if this pandemic leaves us with anything, if this pandemic leads us with more people living and being alive and living the life that they're meant to live, then this pandemic is a success and mass gratitude for this pandemic. Thank you for waking people up where nothing else apparently could wake people up. Like how beautiful is that? That the most courageous act you can do in your life is to actually live your life. The most courageous act you can do in your life is to actually live your life. That we're in a society that tells us constantly what to do, how to do it, how to dress, how to talk, what iPhone we need, how to vote, how to do everything. Society tells us everything we need to do to live happy, to live successful, to have the big house, to have the wonderful partner, on and on and on. But as we may have experienced, many experienced, this whole society plan of what is needed doesn't work. It sounds great in theory. Go to college, get a great job, make a lot of money, buy your house, meet the spouse along the process somewhere, get with them, have your couple kids happily ever after. We know it doesn't work. It doesn't work. We are all unique. We're all on a unique journey. We're all on a unique path. And what's relevant is to be courageous with those desires that are on your heart to live them, to take that one step. You don't have to know the destination. You don't even have to know the next 10 steps. All that's required of you is one step. What is the one relevant step for you right now to live courageously? Take it. And just like that client that I was with the other day, she didn't need to know all the books she's going to write. She didn't need to figure out who's going to be her publisher. All she needed to do was sit down in silence, in stillness, listen, trust, and write her heart out. That is the call right now. The universe is saying, wake up. We must let go of this contractive force of living in fear. We must let go of this resistance to how things need to be. It is time to follow our soul's purpose, the whispers on our heart, 
The beautiful thing is that every single one of us, 7.6 billion human beings, have unique desires on their heart. Maybe some are similar, but the expression is different because it's coming through the individual. So when we're courageously living and stepping into what we're meant to do here, we may be doing something that's been done before. So it's not that we have to come up with some new idea, some new way to live, some new, new something. We can be doing something that's done before. But when we do it, when one of us does it authentically through our unique, beautiful expression of the human form, it's going to, to be great. So may we remember that these fear moments of fear are our teacher. They are our guide. And may we invite them in. You know, recently someone mentioned to me to do a certain training. She said, have you ever thought about X type of training? I really think you should do one. And right when she said that, I, a lot of fear came up. I thought, oh my goodness, what are you talking about? Me? Would I really lead that type of training? You know, I'm not, not really seeing it quite yet. But I noticed it was fear was there. So it's still not the moment. It's a little too soon. But I noticed fear was there which reminded me, okay, this definitely is something I need to do. Not that I'm ready to do it tomorrow, but long-term, this is a type of training that, that I will get into. And I know that because fear was there. So that shows me this is the pointer towards courageous living, living courageously right now, which is what our world needs today for us to evolve as a society, for us to move into our new normal it's going to take courageous beings that life can only evolve. This planet can only evolve if the individual finite points evolve. So we must, as we proceed forward through this time in history, we must evolve or we won't be able to keep up. If we do not evolve, the only other option is suffering. We must evolve or suffer. So when I say live courageously, what I'm speaking to is a non-resistance to any outcome. Remember that love is backing you in every moment. Love is flowing through you in every moment. So we can really drop the resistance to any outcome. Drop our resistance to the stories of what if and shoulda, coulda, woulda. And when we can really step into this state where we drop the resistance to any outcome, there's now immense space. And in space is immense possibility, infinite possibility. So just take a moment to pause. If you have a pen and paper nearby, feel free to grab it. And invite in this inquiry. What is one 
courageous act that you can take today? What is one courageous act that you can take today? And that's the key. Today, whatever you wrote down, whatever is coming up for you, the invitation is to do it with no resistance to what happens if you do it. Nike couldn't have said it better. Just do it. Just do it. And as you take that one step, then tomorrow you wake up and have the same inquiry. What courageous step can I take today? And the next day, same thing. And before you know it, you've taken 10 steps. You've taken 100 steps. You've suddenly built a legacy that is bigger than you and cannot be stopped by you. What you're creating starts to turn into a wave and it cannot be stopped because actually it's not you. Actually what it is is life, that love, that love that's flowing through you. And all it takes is one courageous act at a time. One courageous act at a time. Remember, the most courageous act you can ever do is to live your life. Thank you for listening to the Light on Being podcast. Like all things in time, this is an evolving living thing as we discover our wholeness and light together. I'm excited that you're along for the journey and I would love to connect with you. You can reach out to me on Instagram at lightonbeing. Send me a message with any comments or questions, and they may be addressed on an upcoming episode. If you enjoyed today's podcast, the highest compliment that one can give is to share the episode with a friend or leave a review. Make sure to look up at the full moon and see her bright, radiant light. She is fully being.